gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, what up, brothers and sisters? What up, you bad motherfuckers? This is I, Akira. What do we know about that guy? He's got clout. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. Good point. Yo, that was a little uh, preview of Water Wave, Water Wave, Water Wave, the album dropping tomorrow. Tomorrow. Full album, 43 minutes in length. 43 minutes in length is epic, is beautiful, is useful, is timeless, is glorious, is uh, dictionary definition epic. I would call that Homerian. I would say it is a Homerian record. Water Wave. David Foster Wallace, Akira the Dawn. Oh my God. Hey, what's going on? How is everybody? How is everybody out there today? 
What's going on with you guys? What's cracking? It's Thursday. It's a beautiful day to be alive. This is Ask Akira number 20. Two, zero. Two, zero. 20. 20. How do we do that? We've been doing this. We've been doing this for 20, 20 weeks in succession. 20 weeks. We've been here on YouTube, um, you and I conversing. It's, it's been a very beautiful thing. It's been a very enjoyable experience. And uh, yeah, uh, we're about to take things up a notch next week. Nearly did it this week. Uh, here's the thing, you know, always try and improve. You're always trying to crank things up, right? In the, in the hyper productivity mode, you're always trying to be more efficient, make things a bit better. It is important to uh, not fuck yourself over by uh, throwing yourself into something that uh, is not quite uh, up to scratch, so to speak. So we have a new set, a new studio setup, uh, a new camera setup, a whole, a whole new way of doing shit. And I nearly switched it on today, but it would have caused problems, so I didn't. So hopefully that'll be ready for next week anyway. So that will be cool. Also, uh, I do not know why, uh, YouTube put the video here, not where it was scheduled to be. I don't know what I don't know what that was about, but but whatever, that's fine. It's fine. We're here, you're here, I'm here, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters, brothers and sisters. Uh, very low sound. Oh, good. See, here we go. Well, I'm gonna turn it up slowly. How's that? Is that any better? Is that any better? Yeah, indeed. You see YouTube here, Alex. There he is. Um. Our friend Sir Peppers, who normally puts the questions together. What? God. <laughs> what was I just saying? Is that is that working now? How's that? Sound, 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 sound. What up, Owen Smith? What up, Mexican Jumping Bean? What up, Tom Wonderlin? Uh, Demon Wave sounds good now. Nice, abort, much better. Oh my God, here we go. See, what was I saying about like not fucking things up? Um, anyway, yeah, Sir Peppers, who normally gives us the questions, he uh, is in the trajectory of Hurricane Michael. So, shouts out to Sir Peppers, sending all the love to Sir Peppers. You bad motherfucker, you. Um, yeah. So yeah, I hope you're cool. Shouts out to everyone in the trajectory of hurricanes. Safety to all of you, bad motherfuckers. We appreciate you, we love you, and uh, we hope you're okay. Anyway, yeah. Uh, what up, everybody locked in? What's going on? What do you want to know today? What do you want to know today? Last week, last week we had a really fucking amazing organized show. Uh, we talked about one subject for the whole of the show. How, how was that? How did you feel about that? The, uh, the whole show we talked about one thing. I quite liked it. I thought it was dope. Um, I didn't have a single topic for this week in place. Um, but yeah, I kind of think going forward maybe that's a good way of doing things. What do you guys think? Huh? Uh, Mexican jumping mean. Did you watch the David Foster Wallace movie? No, I didn't. I didn't. Was it good? I didn't know there was a movie about David Foster Wallace. I had no idea. 
No idea. Um, people seem to want to know about the, what I think of the Peterson controversy. Oh. oh, yeah, the Peterson controversy. The Peterson controversy. I don't know why it's controver controversy. I don't know why people feel they have to agree with everything a person says, and if they don't, it's a big controversy. Now, uh, I will say, so what this is in regards to is that Dr. Jordan Peterson, who, uh, you know, a friend of this channel, me and him and I have been in touch recently. Um, oh God, yeah, by the way, um, <laughs> I meant to mention this. Jordan Peterson and I are working on a song uh, for which he has created exclusive specific vocals. Um, so yeah, it's kind of, it kind of amused me because uh, Riff Raff tweeted like last week, oh shit, just got the Eminem vocals in, as in Eminem had just sent him vocals for a track. And I was like, oh shit, I just got the Peterson vocals in. Uh, yeah, so the very first JBP wave that isn't a case of me sampling something that already exists is currently in the works. And it's pretty fucking amazing. And uh, yeah, we've got uh, a Grammy award-winning composer working on the strings for it. So it's gonna be pretty fucking epic. I'm kind of thinking maybe it might have to be the Christmas number one this year. Just putting that out there, just seeding that. I think it might have to be the Christmas number one. I kind of think we could do that if we decided that's what we were gonna do. So anyway, yeah, just have that, have that in, in your mind. Now, with regards to the so-called controversy, the so-called controversy is this. The uh, Kavanaugh situation in the United States of America, wherein uh, a guy has been nominated to the Supreme Court and his uh, opponents tried to derail that process by at the very last minute um, having some accusations of sexual misconduct pushed against him. Um, they had no evidence whatsoever. They had the word of a single individual, and everyone she claimed was there also or a witness. No one has any recollection of it. Uh, everyone refutes it. So it's not a situation where you've got some evidence and a claim. It's not a situation where you've got uh, a bunch of people backing each other up. It's literally just one word. So there have been a lot of people who are like, well, you know, we, we have a society. And in the society, you have the presumption of innocence until proven guilty, and you can't go around destroying people's lives and uh, getting them removed from jobs and what have you without evidence, just on the word of a person. And it was kind of a scary situation because had it worked, that would have been a precedent in which you go, okay, anyone we don't like, we can just have them removed from society, from their job, by just having one person say that they did something at some point in the past. And that's just fucking terrifying. In my opinion, anyway. In my opinion, that's terrifying. I, I'm, I'm a free speech absolutist. I believe that uh, you either have free speech or none at all. All this hate speech or whatever speech nonsense is... It doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's either free speech or no speech. Because at some point, people are going to be in charge who are going to say that your speech is potentially hateful or bad or whatever. And if there's a precedent put in place where some speech can be uh, stopped or removed or changed, then at some point that's going to be applied to, that could be applied to anyone. So that doesn't work in society. Similarly, presumption of innocence until proven guilty is for me as fundamental. Uh, it, it's just completely fundamental for a, for a functioning uh, civilization, which is what we're trying to engage in right now, right? This is supposed to be a functioning civilization. And you cannot have a functioning civilization if, upon, if one person can suddenly decide 
with no evidence a th can say something and uh, that's used to to change laws destroy careers whatever anyway th to me that just seems very fundamental and very obvious this is like Scott Adams kind of like uh, two movies on one screen thing to me I don't understand how anybody could think otherwise I don't understand how anybody with half a brain could think that uh the word of one person is enough, uh, you know, for that. That seems mad to me. But, you know, that's just me. But either way, anyway. So uh, the controversy, controversy was that Jordan Peterson tweeted that he felt that Kavanaugh, if uh, confirmed, which he was, should step down, and that would be good for the country. And lots of people got really upset, and Peterson kind of walked it back a bit and, a bit and said he was kind of thinking out loud. And I get where he was coming from in, or where some people are coming from on this, as in, you know, the situation we have, though, now, in this two movies on one screen thing, is that half the country thinks that the guy is there illegitimately and he's a rapist, and the other half think the exact opposite. Thing is, you're not going to change that by him stepping down. In fact, what you do is you, you embolden the other side. You, well, you embolden people who can then sort of politicize these things and just go after anyone they like. And it was, it was amazing to me that uh, Peterson would think that because what's to st if this becomes a precedent, what's to stop someone, his opponents, bringing someone out and saying, oh, he, he, this guy raped me while he was my teacher or some, some shit like that? You could do that to anybody. And it would be very easy to do it to somebody in the position uh, of Peterson who has so many enemies who would very happily um, believe anything negative said about him. So yeah, that was weird. But what was weird, but you know, that's fine. You haven't got to agree with everything everybody says. He said he was in a thought process, um, so on and so forth. What was weirder to me was the absolute outrage from people who were like, all right, Peterson's cancelled. Cancelled, Peterson's cancelled. I tweeted something the other day, and I think I probably stole it from Kanye, I can't remember, which was, uh, cancel culture is cancelled. Cancel culture is cancelled. And uh, that Kavanaugh thing was an example of cancel culture being cancelled. Cancel culture is this thing that came up over the past few years where something negative comes out about someone in public, that person is thus cancelled, everybody rallies a big Twitch mob against them and gets their Twitch forks out on Twitcher, Twitter, whatever, and that person's done, their career is over. The One of the early examples of this was Justine Soka, I believe it was, who was a woman who... Uh, made a joke on Twitter, she had like 100 followers, made a joke on Twitter, got on an aeroplane, got off the aeroplane, the joke had become massive, and uh, she'd lost her job. Um, the joke was something like, oh, I'm going to Africa, I hope I don't get, um, but I'm white so I won't get AIDS, or something like that. Um, yeah, and she lost her job, she got cancelled. That was cancel culture. And you know, uh, recently, what, what have we seen? Roseanne got cancelled. Uh, there was outrage over something she said, and she got cancelled. James Gunn, there was outrage over something, things he tweeted many years ago. He got cancelled. And uh, they tried to cancel Kanye. Didn't work. They couldn't cancel Kanye. He still had a number one album. He's still vast. It's still the case that when I play his records in the club, the dance floors are still packed. I did an, ex I did an experiment after all that stuff went down. I was like, okay, let's see if I play Kanye, if people storm off the dance floor in disgust. Nobody did. Nobody did. Kanye records still pack the dance floor. So Kanye, I think, was the guy who cancelled cancelled cancel culture. 
who's the guy who kind of proved that people screaming for your cancellation doesn't actually necessarily work in the real world. Most people actually don't give a fuck. And therefore, therefore, uh, James Gunn just got hired to write Suicide Squad, I believe. So cancel culture is over in his regard. Uh, Kavanaugh is, has been uh, nominated, elected. Cancel culture cancelled. Therefore, you know, people screaming about cancelling Peterson, it seems kind of ridiculous to me. Uh, someone said something you disagree with, like boohoo. People should say things you disagree with. If you find a person who, with, with whom you agree on every point, that should be uh, a warning to you um, that something is wrong. Because that's kind of, I've literally never had that happen in my life. You have people you agree with on a lot of stuff and then they'll disagree on one thing. But what's, what's silly and childish is to cancel that person because of the one thing. Even if it's a massive thing. Like I said, to me, presumption of guilt before innocence is fucking as fundamental as anything can get for me in the view of how we function as a society. I truly believe that society is a very, very delicate balance between its current state of blissful order and potential chaos where we're all dragged out onto the streets and uh, have our heads chopped off for uh, thinking the wrong thing. You know, it's a very precarious balance between this and that. And, uh, yeah, but still, I'm not, like, I wasn't, even for a second, oh, fuck you, Dr. Peterson, how dare you? It's like, what? You know, this is a very thoughtful man, and he's thinking, and he's working through things. And he was, you know, very quick to say, I could be wrong about this, and so on and so forth. So that's my thoughts on that, for those that asked. My thoughts on that are that cancel culture is cancelled. Cancel culture is cancelled. We're not cancelling people. We're not cancelling people. We can disagree with people. We can argue with people with whom we disagree. But cancel culture is pathetic, childish, unproductive, annoying... And uh, that's not what we're engaged with here in the future. God damn it. Yo, so that's my opinion on that. LG says, as a woman, I'm so sick of every headline telling me I must be raging or scared. If not, I'm the handmaiden to the patriarchy. Let's get a grip. Let's get a grip. I agree, LG. Let's get a grip. I think that... I mean, imagine that. I find all that stuff very, very deeply offensive, deeply patronizing. Who are these people thinking they can tell everybody how they should think and feel, and if they don't, they're gender traitors or race traitors or whatever? It's, to me, to me, it seems that it's a consistent case of projection. Those who would control everybody accuse their enemies of the same. Those who are racist in call their enemies the same. Those who are sexist, those who seem to believe that women are weak and can't look after themselves or do things for themselves or think for themselves accuse others of that so it's pretty simple to me if i see one person making like grand like angry statements about someone then i'm like oh so that's you that's what you are now that's good now i know now i know for the future and i don't even have to think about it very much more it's great actually so thank you to everyone revealing themselves revealing their ugly nature for us to see we know not to fuck with you and we can just keep, you know, building the future and being bad motherfuckers without you. You fucks. How dare you? Yo, yo, yo. Hey, 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 hey. Bear says, Def don't cancel him, don't hate on him, but if you care, it makes sense to say you're telling Cav to do the complete opposite of what you said to do in the face of a mob. Yeah, that's fine. Exactly, that's what I said. You can disagree. You can disagree and you can point out why you disagree, but kindly do that in a civil manner and not... Uh, and not in the shrieking, annoying manner of the annoying, shrieking people, all right? We don't want to be like them. We don't want to become them. It's very easy to become your enemy. There's a thing in Dune, Frank Herbert wrote, those uh, people become 
or adopt the worst aspects of those that they oppose. And this is really something we've seen lately. The, uh, the so-called resistance people have become the worst of what they accused their enemies of being. They've become uh, fascist, weirdly. They've become very uncivil. <laughs> They've become uh, horrible, aggressive, violent, mean, uh, like sexist, racist, all the things they claim to be opposing, they have become. All right, so you've got to be careful about that. Do not become the worst aspects of your enemy. Don't take that shit so seriously. Sonny Brown says, I will never cancel on Akira the Don. I, thank you very much. Um, you say that now, and I, I hope that is true. I hope that is true. Sean Byrne says, the only minority, the only person who is oppressed is the individual. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, this is, as we've said, this is the obvious, the obvious and uh, just unavoidable conclusion of identity politics and intersectionalism. The smallest, the smallest minority is indeed the individual. It is indeed the individual. And you know, only you can save mankind. I always say this and it's true. Only you can save mankind. Only you can save mankind. Fix yourself and fix the world. We all fix ourselves, the world is fixed. Boom. It's that easy. That easy, ladies and gentlemen. Windseeker242 says, wow, that's Akira the Don. Cool to see your face. I've heard you've got clout. Yo, I heard that too. He's got clout. Yeah, who said that? He's got clout. Oh, it was that guy we cancelled. Oh yeah, no, too bad we cancelled him. I guess I'm going to have to stop using that. He's got clout. Akira. Happy birthday, Slap Barty Fast, the happy. He turned 40. Yo, congratulations to you, you bad motherfucker. I'm proud of you. 40. How about that? 40 today. Congratulations to you and your family. Congratulations to you and your children. Congratulations to you and your new life. I believe you have a new new life. PRH says it's by will alone I set my mind in motion. That's real shit, baby. That's one of the reasons I, I don't fuck with uh, Sam Harris on his whole um, his whole you have no free will thing. Because um, yeah. Anyway. Um, oh shit! There you go. That's a great subject for an Ask Akira where we just talk about one thing. We could just talk about free will for a fucking hour. I could do that. I could very happily do that. Alex Great three two one says politics is like a sphere. You go so far one way, you end up on the other side. This is true. This is true. I drew a cartoon about that very fact when I was eight years old. I did. I used to draw political cartoons when I was eight. <laughs> What's the saying? Either you die hunting for monsters, or you live long enough to be to become one. Exactly. Exactly. Die the hero, or live long enough to see yourself become the villain, ladies and gentlemen. This is how it goes fucking down. This is how it goes down. Thomas Smith, do you Akira? Do you believe in NPCs? That's an interesting thing. Uh, this is something I remember me and Grant Morrison talking about this about four years ago I think we went to see Skyfall at the Chinese theatre that James Bond movie which was ridiculous and we laughed a lot at its ludicrousness and um, wondered why people can't write coherent scripts anymore the Skyfall it was like um, what's that joke in Family Guy about, in South Park about how they write Family Guy with like manatees pushing ideas about Skyfall was like someone had taken the scripts of every James Bond movie fed them into that machine that William Burroughs used to use to generate poetry and, and out came a movie. Anyway, though, um, we had lots of weird coincidences, and um, just around that point, we kept bumping into people, and it was like we ran into a guy, and Grant Morrison hadn't seen him since he the day he first went to LA like 15 years ago and stuff. Anyway, uh, Morrison had a theory that um, in the uh, that was kind of like that. The NPC thing, by the way. Sorry, backtrack a little bit. There's a meme right now that's upsetting people 
uh, that suggests that in life uh, there are only so many souls and that the population is so large now that all the actual the sort of people couldn't actually be real souls so like a large proportion of them are essentially NPCs non-playable characters and uh, this is something that comes up in various religions it's something that comes up in various texts stories it's an old idea an old idea um, did the Wachowskis make a movie about that? I think they might have. Anyway, you know, you could, so, um, yeah, the idea is that out there there's all these people, but only a few of them are like real soul people. The rest are just sort of like uh, NPCs, like in The Matrix, like the girl with the red dress in The Matrix. And yeah, Grant Morrison has a kind of theory on that. And he, he's met people over the course of his life who are like the same person in different bodies, he thinks. And uh, I've had experiences that seem that way. Who knows? Who knows? Um, you know, if the whole if you if you go for the simulation theory idea, then that's just the truth. That's just the truth. If you go for the simulation idea, right? In the simulation idea, we're uh, you know we're we're uh, a simulation of a simulation of a simulation of a simulation, and we're all programmed in some shape or form. Um, you know, how that how does that fit into consciousness experiencing itself, all that sort of thing? Um, let's ask Alan Watts on What's Wave 5. I do believe we might be able to have some, some ideas from Alan Watts on this. And what's, wave five, well, what's Wave 5? Yo! That, yeah, we're, uh, we're moving into new idea territory here in, um, here in the Meaning Wave universe. Here in the Meaning Wave universe. Roberto Sanchez says NPCs equal philosophical zombies. I mean, that's one way of looking at it, I suppose. Um, yeah, so... Some with the new idea about NPCs, it's when you see people who just like just pick up whatever idea they're told and go with that. Um, that those are all that, that those are NPCs, you know, they just do what they're told and they, they just sort of like uh, regurgitate an idea. Internet historian just dropped a video about Coney 2012, which is fantastic. I watched it on the way in here on the train. It's, a, it's another fucking work of art. Coney 2012 was a brilliant example of that. Coney 2012 was uh, a thing that happened in 2012. No way. In which uh, an, uh, a, a little activist guy put forward an idea and every, like you know millions of people immediately just went with it. Millions of people were immediately persuaded. It was very persuasive. But it was too persuasive. Uh, it was far too persuasive, and the results of the extreme persuasion in which millions of people were like, yeah, to the guy who came up with this idea and followed his idea, within like two days, he was driven mad. He was driven completely insane and, um, and uh, destroyed his own cause in the process. It's a wonderful story. Internet historian, check his channel. Speaking of internet historian, Akira the Don and internet historian have an EP coming out four-track EP. It's fucking beautiful, and it's going to make you cry. Yes, it is. Um, I was working on that yesterday. I'll be wrapping it up very shortly. So look out for that very, very soon. Very, 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 very soon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, but, 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 Forrest Sullivan. Even a simulation theory doesn't hold things are mathematically generated. Whether we like it or not, our minds are projections of biological matter, so there's going to be similarities. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. If you've never leveled up, you're probably an NPC. I like that, actually. That's good. That's very good. That's like a t-shirt slogan. Because here's the thing. If you're going to go with the NPC uh, mode, yes, you need to level up, don't you? And if you've never leveled up, if you've never bothered to put in the work to level up, then you're going to stay at that base NPC level, and you're going to fall fall for whatever nonsense gets thrown your way, and you're just going to uh, you're going to be like Thomas the Tank Engine, just going around on uh, on these rails forever, like... You know, 
Yeah. Just going around on these rails forever and thinking like, Oh my god, imagine. Lo-fi hip-hop became popular recently, and is there any new trends of electronic music? La scene da shika, da shika. There's always new trends of music. New, always new trends of music. What happens is you have things get popular, and then those things infect other things, and then those things create a new form, and then that becomes uh, a, eventually a more distinct thing, and so on and so forth. These days, you don't get whole brand new genres that sound like nothing you've ever heard before just appearing for no reason. You have this constant sort of merge of forms and then they eventually create new forms and if you hadn't been paying attention to the process it would appear like a new form what's going on this right now as I predicted is uh, the lo-fi thing is is infecting the other forms lo-fi is infecting trap lo-fi is infecting pop uh, lo-fi is infecting electronic dance music and uh, and so there's a kind of a, a sort of warmth and a, and a messiness and a, an unpredictability aspect that's entering those forms. These forms are also becoming somewhat more psychedelic. Psychedelic influences are hitting the underground of all these various musical forms. And uh, yes, that, that that's blossoming up. Uh, the darkness, uh, the gothic darkness is, is currently in the mainstream music-wise, but uh, the underground, it's... Uh, it's psychedelic aspects are starting to bubble up, so that's very interesting. Pay attention to my own productions. I'm pretty much always on the uh, cutting edge. <laughs> so, uh, Water Wave, Water Wave. I'm very, very happy with the production of this. It's a beautiful thing, and I'm looking forward to you hearing it. Tomorrow, tomorrow, Samuel R. Thanks for saving the world, Akira. Hey, you're welcome, baby. You're welcome, baby. We're here. Uh, Brian Donahue, Akira, did you start by picking up your room? I'm nervous to, fa nervous to face these demons in my house. Uh, metaphorically, I did start by cleaning my room metaphorically. Metaphorically, that's how I started. I, I fixed my own house. I started putting my own house in order. That is what I did, and I did start small. On various things, I built this studio. I got the studio all nice. We got our home. We finally got our own home. We didn't have my family didn't have our own home for four years. We were like sleeping on sofas and things of that nature, you know. So yeah, you do start at home. You do start at home, and then uh, then you do build up confidence. You do build up power. You do build up, uh, you know, a foundation from which you can go and do bigger and more useful things. Pablo Afro Samurai says, Hi, you handsome mofo. How the hell are you, and what's some of your favorite novels? Well, that's very sweet of you to say. Thank you. And uh, yes, I am looking remarkably handsome today. I wonder why that is. I wonder why that is. Hmm. Hmm. Um, maybe the light is just good today. It's just hitting the side of my lovely Slavic face. Also, you know, I don't eat carbs, so uh, I just have my beautiful Slavic bone structure is visible and not covered in puffiness. Not covered in puffy carbed uselessness. Now, in answer to your question, some of my favorite novels. I haven't read a novel in a while. I used to read a lot of novels all the time. Lately, I've been uh, engaging in, in the fiction of the world. <laughs> Um, favorite novels Slaughterhouse 5 Cat's Cradle Cat's Cradle by Kurt Vonnegut is a wonderful wonderful book beautiful book Slaughterhouse 5 is a wonderful book um, uh, what was his other one about Saturn oh Sirens of Titans Sirens of Titans is an incredible book Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas uh, I used to be a big Martin Amos fan. I wonder how his stuff would hold up now. I really love Dead Babies. I was a big fan of that book. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I can't really... F yeah, I haven't read much fiction in a while. Maybe I should... Get I probably should get back into it. Uh, we've got a book club on the um, Discord, by the way. Join the Discord, if you have not. There's a book club. 
they're reading a book, you can go along and join join them and read a book. Join the Akira the Don community and read books together. It's a wonderful thing. The Discord. Shouts out to everyone who's uh, who's contributing to the discord the meme channel is wonderful uh the path there's the thing called the path you can go in there it's a bit like aa but people aren't sanctimonious and annoying and they'll just help you be the best version of yourself that's wonderful shouts out to robert tully who programmed the meaning bot which is helping people do that sort of thing it's a wonderful wonderful thing i'm very 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 grateful for this beautiful community of bad motherfuckers and uh yeah join the discord and uh also join the patreon if you've not joined the patreon the patreon is great and the patreon uh everything uh the patreon is just going into basically making my equipment better uh the first thing we did this week we upgraded the ram and it's made rendering videos an hour quicker which means i was able to do more this week than i was last week so thank you guys for that Thank you, you bad motherfuckers. Um, oh shit, I would like to take this opportunity. I would like to take this opportunity uh, to uh, do something um, which I meant to do at the beginning of the episode, but let's try it now. And then um, next week we'll do it at the beginning, okay? And uh, I got this one, I thought about this because Scott Adams has this thing called the simultaneous sip, right? And uh, on his periscopes, He's like, you start some, let's all have a simultaneous sip. And it's a very joyful thing. You all have a sip at the same time. I want to do a simultaneous high five, all right? Because you're all, where is everybody, by the way? YouTube, where are you at? Tell me where, where you are. Last week, we had people from flipping India, Norway, Wales. We had people from all over the place. It was crazy. Um, so, oh shit, big up Sir Peppers. He has not been taken out by the hurricane. He's here in the chat. He's uh, standing in, it would seem, for YouTube hero Alex. And uh, that's wonderful. Congratulations, Sir Peppers. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you've survived and uh, you, you're on the internet. It's wonderful. Uh, okay, Dan's is here from Ireland. Tomas Smith is here from South Florida. Lord of the Zombies is in New York. Sonny Brown is in Australia. Nick Pesos is in Toronto. Oh my God, Bear Gribble, he's in Fort Worth. Mr. Pilk is in North Carroll. Armin Van Toder in South Africa. Boy, oh my God, Gabrielle's in, uh, in CA. Cody C's in Vermont, Washington. Alex is in Leeds, UK. Pat's in Houston. Brian's in San Diego. Um, my God, it just goes on and on. Hero Zion's in France. Ludie's in Florida. Boy Wonder Bear, what bear pooping in Portland, Oregon. Glad to hear that. That's wonderful. Uh, big up PR says live from Guatemala. Well, okay. Jay's Rocker is in Seattle. Okay. Holy shit. Coffee Allen's in Denmark. Kittens Revenge is in Manchester. El Cut is in Germany. You bad motherfuckers. You're all over the place. Okay. So what we're going to do right now? And uh, especially thanks Armin Van Tider over in Kekistan. Shouts out to the Kekistani nation. All right, what we're going to do, we're going to do a simultaneous high five. We're going to high five the screen at the same time. All right, we're going to do a simultaneous high five. Booyah! And you won't just be high fiving me, you'll be high fiving all these bad motherfuckers, all our brothers and sisters all around the world. All right, so we're going to do a simultaneous high five uh, right now. We're going to do a count of three, a three, a two, a one. You bad motherfucker, you. Boom. 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 Oh my god. Hey, what up, Anglesey North Wales Gamer? Hey, hey, from Slangoid. Anglesey Slangoid. As if someone from Slangoid is here. I literally used to live in Slangoid. I went to school in Slangoid. A skull Slangoid. Tiny little place. Oh my god, that's fucking crazy. Nice to see you've got internet in Slangoid. That is wonderful. Uh, Carl Wiggum, uh, everyone put your hand condoms. Yeah. Carl Wiggum, oh shit, I broke my monitor. Man's the bear, everyone put on your hand condoms. 
<laughs> Yo, Armin Van Toden said that was fucking awesome. Felt so good. Yeah, right? Yeah, I knew that would be joyful. I knew that would be joyful. So we're going to be doing that now every week. Every week we'll start the broadcast with a simultaneous high five. And shit, since it was so fun, let's just do one more right now. Simultaneous high five. And if you're listening afterwards on, uh, on the podcast or if you're watching it, do it anyway. You'll feel the fucking vibes. I swear you will. Three, two, one. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. All right, dope. That was fun. That was fly. <laughs> All right, let's answer a question that was submitted in advance. We really haven't done much of that. We've just been chilling. We've just been hanging out. And uh, that's beautiful. I enjoy that. Caleb says, thank God no one in my office saw me high-five the screen. Why not? Why? Why? You, know, you should be proud of such activities. That's a wholesome activity. Now, BA in the Discord, big up you Discord people, says, I love that all your different speakers seem to be speaking to each other, specifically through the analogy of water. Oh, glad you're noticing. This is nice. Peterson is riding the wave, an entity of power that one should not confuse for oneself. Watts is trying to explain that the wave you're riding is not separate from yourself. And now Mr. Wallace is questioning what the wave is even made of. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Well, you know, when you listen to the, um, the whole, the whole uh, David Foster Wallace water wave, it's, it's an even, even more profound and bigger question and an idea that does connect all these things. And you are correct. My speakers are all speaking to each other. And they are all speaking to each other through the analogy of water. And, uh, yo, yo, um, are these conjunctions something you may see in advance or plan to look out for, or are they just the natural result of divine happenstance? That's a good question. Should I answer it honestly or should I lie? Hmm. Tell the truth, or at least don't lie. I kill the dumb. I have actually now played Fortnite. Very briefly, it was kind of annoying. I didn't do it again. Okay. The truth of the matter is, it's a bit of both. The truth of the matter is, uh, I started this thing, and um, I did Source Wave Radio, and then Meaning Wave happened, and and uh, and all these synchronicities just kept happening. As we spoke about last week, I decided to put myself into the zone. I decided to put myself into the zone, and I decided to pay attention to synchronicity. And, and when you do that, life becomes magical. And if you follow the synchronicities, they're signposts. Like I always say, keep moving like a shark. Synchronicities of the signpost, that's how you can keep moving and know you're going in the right direction. And, uh, and I wanted, I, well, I, I was doing these people and I, I kind of wanted to use them to talk about things I was interested in and look at things from different angles so that we may better see the whole picture and we, as a people, may become way smarter and, uh, and way more useful to each other as a result, right? And I felt that Alan Watts had a perspective on something that that was lacking from Peterson's perspective or absent, shall we say, rather than lacking and that they would be complementary and then uh, Foster Wallace indeed added another dimension and all of them are adding dimensions to it. A big, sub a big story, a big, a big uh, discussion that we're having. But also a lot, but it's also kind of been um, just amazing coincidences. Like I'm doing this, this um, Alan Watts thing and he's suddenly talking about uh, the wave. And he's using that as a metaphor. He's talking about the sound of the wave and all this stuff. And Peterson starts, you know, three projects in, starts talking about the wave, the wave, riding the wave, you know. And there's just been a bunch of absolutely magical coincidences. I mean, I deliberately did this, and I was deliberately doing this. But then these magical, magical 
just insane uh, coincidences, synchronicities, just and very just literal. You know, all these water and wave things are just coming up everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And, um, oh my god! So get this: before I was even doing meaning wave, before I was even doing meaning wave, before I was even doing a source wave radio. Uh, I, I had a project called Midnight Men, and we had our own little sort of mythology and stuff. And um, and I used to say splash all the time, splash, splash. It was like, it was kind of a, a deliberate replacement for swag. It was like a word that I kind of forced into my own vo vocabulary. I got it from a friend of mine, Rory Phillips, who's a DJ. He kind of he just came up to me. He was like, oh, here's a thing for you, splash. I was like, yeah, I'm having that. That's great. So I was just splashing all over the world, man. I was just splashing everywhere. I, was, I spent like three years splashing around LA. Splash, 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 splash. That was a precursor to the wave. The splash, that was like the little light, the little light, you know, just a little, a little splash, a little dash of it. That became the wave. Ha! Oh, my God. And, and lo, the water just fucking increased and the water was rising. And uh, I do believe we're in the process of, of uh, summoning a fucking tsunami, it would appear. A fucking tsunami! Uh, big up Mexican jumping bean, you bad motherfucker. Uh, Manster Bear, I found Akira through Owen Benjamin. That's wonderful. I've, I, I still don't know where that happened. Um, I listen to Owen Benjamin quite a bit. I've never heard him mention me. But I do like Owen Benjamin. Uh, he's a warrior. He's a warrior out there. He's a warrior. Man, he's out there. Tip of the fucking spear. Don't give a fuck. Doesn't give a fuck. Yo. Uh, yeah. Uh, Carl Wiggum says, I found Akira through Rebel Wisdom. Shouts out to the Rebel Wisdom guys. There's a new uh, Rebel Wisdom Akira the Dawn Jordan Greenhall video coming out very, very soon, I believe in the next few weeks to coincide with the first IDW wave. Also, people have been asking about that. Intellectual Dark Wave. Well, the first fruits of that are coming, I do believe, uh, very, well, very, very soon. Within the next, like, 10 days, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. Any more McKenna waves incoming? Gabriel wants to know. Quite a few people have been asking for McKenna this week. The McKenna thing was very much, very slept on. Very slept on. Not that many people have heard it. It was not the biggest of the waves when I initially launched it, but it's a slow creeper. Those that hear it are like, holy shit, this is amazing. And of course, as with everything I do, some people, it's some people's favorite. Some people love it way more than the others, and so on and so forth. Either way, as I've said, uh, McKenna is an important voice in this conversation that we're having at the moment, and actually will be more important as we delve deeper into the new psychedelic age. We're just at the very, very dawn of it right now. So there's definitely going to be more McKenna. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, yo. Yo, you're a node in the network, says Gabriel Minky. This is true. This is true. Uh, glad everyone enjoyed the, the simultaneous high five. There's lots of chat about that in the YouTube. Good about that. Uh, Mike Rowe, TED Talk Wave, says Jess Rocker. I haven't heard that. Uh, if you have, like, any suggestions for waves, join the Discord. Join the Akira the Dawn Discord. Uh, if you want the link for that, it's in the, in the, uh, all the videos. All my videos, it's in the description. Um... Yes, it is. Um, yeah, and uh, leave it in the suggestions tab. There's a suggestions chat room thing. Leave that there. I pop in there. I have a look. Um, I, I, I listen. I pay attention to what people are saying. 
And uh, yeah, I've, I've had some great suggestions from suggestions. David Foster Wallace, by the way, that was a suggestion. A suggestion from a long time ago. My friend Peter Winsky uh, sent me that maybe a year ago. And it's been on my list since then, you know, and now is the right time to do it. And what was interesting was over the past couple of weeks, past month, the, the frequency of people asking for it increased, increased exponentially. Uh, it really did. There was just like loads of people asking for David Foster Wallace Waven and uh, just as I was working on it. So that was pretty magical. I love the way that happens. I love the way that happens. By the way, I have to say, this is the most civilized live chat on all of YouTube on all of YouTube, if you've ever seen Dave Rubin's, or like anyone's really, it's like 20% like mental people, 20% insane scumbag weirdos. This is 100% bad motherfuckers. And that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And uh, yeah, I'm very, very, very uh, grateful to this community. You're fucking ace, I love you. Yo, Ram Das, that's someone lots of people have been asking for, Drew, Drew Doors, Drew Doors. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, just you wait. Just you wait. Jocko is incoming. Jocko is incoming. Those you might have seen Jocko tweeting about me this week, last week, was it? In the past week, anyway, in the past week. It was like the nicest tweet in the world. It was like bizarrely nice, you know. Not bizarrely, because Jocko is nice. He's just, you know, he's powerful and stern. He's powerful and stern and mighty. So when he's like, when he tweets something that's just so ridiculously sweet, here is Akira the Don, who is providing the soundtrack to Joe Rogan, Jordan B. Peters, and me and others. Go, Akira. And then he tweets uh, my Patreon. It's like, Jocko, how are you so pleasant? How are you so sweet and so lovely and cuddly and nice? And you just know who he is. He's just lovely and cuddly and nice. The nicest, cuddliest, uh, ultimate bad motherfucker on earth. And he's going to be on Ben Shapiro's Sunday special this week. Which is uh, which should be great. Those some of those have been really interesting. The Joe Rogan one was really interesting. Joe Rogan, the best Joe Rogan quote of all time, was on Ben Shapiro's Sunday special, and Ben Shapiro ruined it by bleeping it because Jen, Ben Shapiro doesn't like swearing because he's a cutie. He's a little cutie, and uh, Joe Rogan, his wonderful quote was, "If you've got fuck you money and you don't say fuck you, then who will?" And. Uh, Ben Shapiro bleeped out the fuck you. So he's like, if you've got you money and you don't say you, who will? Damn it, Ben Shapiro. You just like ruined a potential wonderful wave. I mean, I guess I could just cut in Rogan saying fuck from some other time he said fuck because he's probably said fuck quite a lot. So actually, yeah, it'll be fine. All right, fine. All this forgiven. Ben Shapiro. Vey, uh, what up, Vadim's Medlovs? Hello from Mother Russia, Adam. Adam, Adam. Oh yeah, Adam was the name they gave me when I was born. I don't use it anymore. No one uses it. So, uh, there. The only person who uses it is my grandmother. Are you my grandmother? Vadims. You are not. So, um, yeah, anyway. But love to you. Let's have a simultaneous high five. Three, two, one. Gang. Yes. Gang. Uh, LG, Omg, I love you, but Roseanne Barr is on Joe Rogan right now. What do you mean, but? What do you mean, but? Uh, <laughs> yeah, someone else mentioned that. And uh, yeah, congratulations to all of you who are here and uh, not watching Roseanne Power on Rogan. Uh, I wouldn't blame you if you were, but you're here. We're here together, and uh, I'm very grateful and appreciative. And uh, yeah, 
Too many NPCs on Ruben's live chat. He's also too willing to say, ah, oh, it's YouTube, it's always trash live chat. Got to be better. I agree. I agree. I uh, am a proponent of broken window theory. And I think if you let people, you know, stand around outside your house pissing on the wall, then more people will and it'll just suck up the whole atmosphere and fuck that. Right? I have a zero tolerance attitude to dickheads on my YouTube. I delete all comments that are not useful. I do. Unapologetically unapologetically and people are always like oh my god Akira the Don your comment section is just so beautiful and wholesome and I'm like yeah guess why because I remove dickheads there's not many dickheads by the way but I think one of the reasons there's not dickheads I delete like two things a week like literally and uh, I think one of the reasons for that is because I don't let like dickheads like grow I do not feed these these creatures I do not give them power and I remove them motherfucker I do I do. And therefore, people like look at the, the comment section and they're like, holy shit, this is just thousands of, of useful, pleasant, nice contributions to uh, the discussion. I want to hang around here more. I want to be a part of this community. That's what goes down. Yo, I ain't got time for that shit. I ain't give a fuck if it's like a potential that they might change their mind or be inspired by something I say to not be a dickhead. Maybe they will, but they can come, but you know, they can fucking go to the effort of creating a whole new account if they really want to try again. And this applies to everything I do. Last night, some, um, there were some rude girls in the club, man. There were some rude French people. They kept coming over and sticking their phone in with my face with like, play a French song written on it. Like, yo, motherfucker, imagine I came to France and I went to a club and I was like, yo, play some American British music. Hey, fuck that. Fuck that. Who do you think you are, cocksucker? Anyway, I smiley. I, I did the thing where I like, eh, which means like maybe later. But they kept doing it. So then I had to be like, be gone, thought. I had to be like, get out. And they sent some of their girls over thinking I wouldn't know. But like these girls were just rude, man. And then they kept coming over. When will you play our song? I was like, I ain't playing shit for you. You're rude. You need to fuck you. What you need to do is reconsider how you interface with the world because you're not going to be getting good results from this behavior. And they were just outraged. They were outraged. So what that, what that made me realize is that their behavior has previously been rewarded by DJs and other such people. People have said, yeah, okay, I'll play you a song even though you're a rude dickhead. Well, fuck that. Fuck that. You do not reward bad behavior. And this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. You do not uh, remove someone from the Supreme Court uh, because like one person said some shit happened to them 40 years ago. I don't give a fuck how believable they are and how, how yeah, like what they said. You can't set those precedents. You cannot set these precedents. We live in a functioning society. You cannot grant requests to rude motherfuckers. And you cannot um, like let the fucking, let a mob get their fucking way because they've been mobbing super hard, motherfucker. She. So say if I. So say if I. Jess Rocker says, what's your craziest live show experience? Oh my God. Oh my God. The craziest ones I wouldn't even remember because I used to get fucking lit at my gigs. I used to get really like drunk and, and, and fucked up. <laughs> my first, the first rap show I ever did, um, I was, uh, well, here's the thing. I had this rap group and we'd been in a, and like, we'd been in my basement um, rehearsing and uh, we weren't ready, we weren't ready, but I wanted to get us out of the basement, so I booked us a gig, and it was like, oh shit, we've got to do a gig in three weeks. So we had to quickly get some songs together and go do this gig, and we weren't ready, we were fucking crazed and nervous. I drank a load of tequila and, and shit, and um, I had this Spider-Man mask on, 
And I, halfway through, I think the first to a second song, I was sick all over the band we were supporting, bass, amp, because I was fucking so fucking lit. But it was a sick show. It was a sick show, and I'm glad we did it. And uh, had I not booked that show, we would have never got out of that basement. So there's a lesson in that. There is definitely a lesson in that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, one time I bust my knee trying to do a superhero landing, jumping off a table. You know the superhero landing where you land on your knee? I tried to do that. I was like halfway through jumping in the air, through the air, and it occurred to me, oh, if I land like that, that'll look cool. And then I landed like that, and I bust my knee. Um, that sucked. Um, yeah. I got in a fight on stage once. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One time I was in this band called Narcotic, and... Uh, like the bassist and the guitarist suddenly started fucking beating the shit out of each other with their instruments in the middle of the gig over this chick and um yeah that was fun um there was that one time nasty like got naked yeah anyway yeah maybe that's the whole subject actually that's something i could think about and um come up with like loads because there's been goddamn many ridiculous ones uh have i did i answer the super chat was there more than one super chat um, oh yeah, Caleb. Thank you for the super chat, Caleb. Please describe how you maintain your dope IDW beard. <laughs> I didn't realize I had an IDW beard. I like that. Yo, uh, the way I maintain it is uh, I do this. I'll be like, hmm. I just sit around doing an impression of that emoji, my favorite emoji. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I also like fucking hack into it. <laughs> And I shave lines in it. It's, it's not that complicated. That's how I get down. Uh, Fat Two Ripped Gaming. Thank you for the super chat. Says, can you make a morning routine wave? Wake up, shit, shower, shave, etc. Go after it. My room is clean. Waking up, starting my day could use a boost. That's an interesting concept. I'm screenshotting that. I like that. So a literal like time of day wave, like put this on when you wake up. It's got all the stuff you need to wake up in a specific fashion. I mean, because I've got waves that I made that I thought that would be good for waking up. Like there's that Jocko Go, Jocko Willing. Go, go, go. Make a mobile application. Hey, I always thought that would be good for waking up to. Rogan one. But a specific morning wave. That's a good idea. That's a good idea, Factory Ripped Gaming. I like that idea. I'm going to think about that. I'm definitely going to think about that. Oh, here's the thing, Jess Rocker on Instagram. This isn't by far, this isn't even close to the craziest live show experience, but what I will say is that I experienced a new peak of, uh, of entitlement. Of entitlement. Um, in the club on Saturday. And uh, a girl came into my DJ booth and she was trying to get my attention. And she, this happened twice. And what she did was she like leaned over my DJ booth and stuck her tits over my DJ booth. Um, this has happened before, by the way. People actually literally scooped them out. Um, it's, it's a very weird thing that people do. But uh, so two girls did this and then one got to try and get my attention so that they could then speak to me and ask me to play them a record was the idea. But like sticking your, your tits over my DJ equipment while I'm DJing, that's a very stupid thing to do. It's dangerous. It could fucking turn the whole music off. You could fuck everything up with your tits. All right. So you shouldn't be doing that. And if you're not a moron, you should know that. 
Also, like, the idea of, like, attracting a guy's attention by deliberately shoving your breast in his face, I feel that's, like, counter to the current narrative of, of, of how we're supposed to be behaving. But I, either way, this is something that really does go down. This is something people do. And this girl did it. And the first one who did it, she, her and her friends were kind of quite... They were very pleasant. They were dancing very early. They kept going, you're amazing, we love you. So it's like... I motioned to her to go around the side and then I listened to what she had to say and I nodded and smiled and she was she wanted to hear something I was going to play anyway so that was fine the second person this was later in the night they were quite drunk she was doing that and I was sort of ignoring her I smiled and like did the go to the side thing she didn't so then I had to be like please you know move and then she started getting really angry and grabbing her breasts and screaming in my face and all I could hear because it was really loud was tits butt tits butt tits butt tits and she was getting really angry and she was like she was like grabbing at me and slapping at me and just kept grabbing her breasts and screaming tits at me because because she had tits she felt that I should I should pay attention to it and it was fucking crazy and I felt really bad for her ancestors at that moment in time I honestly did and um yeah it was it was kind of scary it was kind of weird. It was kind of weird and creepy and scary. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I had to basically, like, sort of, like, sort of get her to the side and tell her, inform her that I would have her removed from the premises if she didn't get the fuck away. Get the fuck away from me, in the words of Joe Rogan. It's like, holy shit. Holy shit. God damn. Anyway, um, yeah. Thank you, Elcut, for the super chat. It says, keep surfing, mate. Much appreciation. Well, I'm very appreciative to you. You bad motherfucker, thank you. Like I always said this, but it's real shit, man. Every super chat, every Patreon donation, every person who buys a record, everyone who buys a t-shirt, yo, it, it, this is what makes it, this is why we can do this shit. This is why I don't have to spend all my time, like, uh, you know, sucking dick down anyways, or, uh, or uh, making music for adverts, or whatever the fuck. That's how we get to have what we have. So thank you. You, you mean that the wave can, can keep on fucking splashing out here yeah 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 Armand Van Tonder says Akira why not open a voice chat on your discord so we can discuss you in real time and grow as a community yeah why not I thought we had one sorry I thought we did um yo I will um make a note someone make a note so uh, we have discord people in the in, in the chat someone make a note to do that I thought we already had it so uh, yeah, I'm also going to be having a chat with YouTube hero Alex on uh, this weekend, I believe, to discuss the future of the Discord and how we can make it bigger and better and more wonderful. So if you could leave any suggestions in the suggestions area of the Discord for stuff that you would like to implement to make the whole thing better, doper experience, uh, yeah, because we're going to do that. Um, the fucking Discord's got over 600 people, apparently. Uh, I don't know what the exact number is right now. I'm told it's over 600, I heard. There's uh, 97 people online right now. I just had a look. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That's fucking great. Amazing. Shabba. Hey, YouTube hero Alex just appeared. You bad motherfucker. Seamus, is Zeph your brother? What, what kind of a question is that? Yes, it's true. I have a brother called Zeph. I do. I have a brother called Zeph. He's a bad little motherfucker. He's a designer for The Guardian. Bless him. Uh, he, uh, yeah, he's an incredible designer. He's a, he's a bad little motherfucker. He's uh, got a beautiful face. Uh, he's got a beautiful temperament. He's got a beautiful outlook on life. He's a sweet, gentle, wonderful soul. And uh, I wish I saw him more often. I haven't seen him for years because I live in America and he, he doesn't like the rest of my family. 
Yeah. RN Ben Joseph, are you booked for New Year's Eve? Might I have a show for you in LA. Uh, I haven't actually confirmed my New Year's Eve yet. No, I haven't confirmed New Year's Eve yet. So, uh, yeah, if you want to book me for New Year's Eve and get ahead of other motherfuckers, there's some things being floated, there's some ideas out there, some quite, quite big, exciting ones, but nothing is con confirmed yet. So, yeah, hit me up. Uh, you can get in touch with me, uh, akirathedon at gmail.com or, uh, or via whatever, you know, I'm, I'm out here. Alex Great says, does Zeph still do videos? Now, Zeph designs for The Guardian. He, like, you go, go look at The Guardian, that's him. He does their design. Um... He's quite senior over there, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sir Peppers says, uh, it feels like everything is coming to a head in the culture. Like we're at the peak of cultural chaos in America. What do you think we can take away from these past two weeks? Uh, congratulations on Peterson and Choco promo on the socials. Hey, thanks. Uh, I don't think uh, we're at the peak at all. I don't think we're at the peak. I think the peak is a little way, is quite a way off. Um, what we can take away from these past two weeks is that people will believe the whatever they need to believe to uh, fit with their personal identity. And, you know, if you've ever read Robert Cialdini's Persuasion, which you should, everyone should, it should be required reading, that's like one of the, the first rules of Persuasion is, you know, people will, people will do all sorts of crazy shit to fit with their perceived kind of like own brand values or whatever it is that they think they are. Well, and, you know, people will use that to try and to sell people stuff that they don't want or whatever. But people really will, you know. People will will go. People will go against their own belief. People will twist into all sorts of strange fucking moral shapes to conform to their identity, to conform to their team identity if they've subscribed to a team. That's why you know this team politics is so fucking retarded because you have to just basically just believe what your team says to believe it's got nothing to do with sovereignty or individual uh you know sovereignty it's fucking retarded so that's why i've never subscribed to a team that's why i've never subscribed to a political team or any team any team i've never been on a team uh i'm on team humanity that's what i'm on i'm team us if there is a team it's the humanity team at least and um that's my team but that way I don't have to contort myself into weird shapes. And that way, you know, that's the way I don't have to, like, cancel Jordan Peterson or whatever it is they're trying to make me do this week, you know? So, yeah, that's what's up. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, shit, we're, uh, oh, man, we're, we've done an hour. We've done an hour. Bully Hunter says, you're a globalist. <laughs> I hope you're joking. I hope you're joking. Um, yeah, that's quite funny. That's pretty funny. Uh, all right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, time for, time to go. Time to go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'll take one last question from the YouTube. You bad motherfuckers out there. Um, shabba, shabba, shabba. Uh, remind you all, join the Discord. Join the Patreon. Um, you know, be joyful. Uh, high five old ladies. All right, this is a good question. Well, this is a great question. Bully, bully Hunter X Hunter says, why are you so sexy? Yeah. The answer to that is because I decided to be. I decided to be. I really did. I decided to be. When I was a boy, uh, school was very difficult for me. They, they, were, they were very mean. They said I was ugly. They said I was strange. And I said, you know what? I'm going to be a fucking bad motherfucker. I'm going to be a sexy beast. I'm going to be a righteous, bad, sexy beast motherfucker. That's what I'm going to be. You guys are wrong. 
you guys are wrong. Ding dong, you're wrong. You're wrong. And here I am, sexy motherfucker. Woo! 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 Yo, so there you go. That's it, baby. That's it. That's all you got to do. If you want to be a bad, sexy motherfucker like me, just just do. Just do it. Choose sexiness. Choose the path of the sexy, righteous beast. And shit will be groovy, baby. I promise you. You can do it. You can do it. Put your back into it. Hey, here's the thing, right? My buddy Big Nasty, he's a fat fucking fat motherfucker, right? He's a fucking overweight fat motherfucker. He always has been. And do you know what he always used to be like? He never had no problem with ladies. He had no, no problem with confidence because he'd walk and be around like, yeah, I'm a sexy fat motherfucker. I'm a sexy fat man. And he would take his shirt off and he would shake his teeth in the wind. And fucking ladies love him. Because he just decided, I'm a fucking bad, I'm a sexy beast, I'm a bad motherfucker. And it doesn't matter if what you see is completely counter to that narrative. <laughs> I ain't give a fuck, I, I am, bitch. And uh, that's what happens, alright? Ding dong, ding dong. You, haters is wrong, and uh, we are right. We are right, ladies and gentlemen. We are, we're on the side of righteousness, we're on the right side of history, here in the Meaning Wave universe, uh, here in, uh, I still don't know what we call ourselves. What do we call ourselves? What do we call ourselves? Um, Owen Benjamin's got his bears. That was just brilliant. Brilliant sort of community um, mob <laughs> management there. Uh, what are we called, mob? What are we? We've got to work it out. We've got to work it out. Anyway, uh, thank you for being here. Uh, two, two seconds. Bye-bye, Instagram. Love you, cuties. Um, yeah, okay, thank you for being here. We'll be back next week with uh, Ask Akira number 21. 21, and uh, maybe we'll pick a theme for that. Maybe we'll have a theme, because uh, we're going up a level. We're the wave. Tom Wonderland says the wave, wavers. Wave gang. Oh, that might be, that's pretty good, actually. Pretty good. Akira and the dinosaurs. that's very funny. Uh, surfers. Huh, huh. These are all good ideas. Something related to water. I think you're right. Splash, splash, drip, drip. Fucking torrent, torrent. Uh, yeah, take this discussion over to the Discord, I would say. Let's get our asses over to get your asses over to the Discord. Continue this fucking shit. Let's work this shit out. All right. Love you guys. Thank you for being here. I've been Akira the... Yeah, that's right. What do you know about Akira the Dome? He's got clout. Yes, he does. Akira. Oh, says raindrops. Get out of it. <laughs> we are the wave, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to appear with the wave. Peace the fuck out. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Gang activities.